0: On March 18, 1981, William Catt pulled on an iconic pair of red tights and a short black cape and flew right into the warm heart of my childhood. What could have been a simple premise about a regular guy who was given a superpowered suit by well meaning aliens took a creative turn when the hero loses the instruction booklet, resulting in a television show that was part superhero action and part slapstick buddy comedy. The show never really got its footing, and it was canceled after three seasons. The final five episodes weren't even aired. But when I was jumping around my bedroom with a blanket around my neck, I was not Superman, I was Ralph Hinckley. Created by Stephen J. Cannell, who also gave us the Rockford Files, 21 Jump Street, and the A Team, The Greatest American Hero lasted 45 episodes in the original run and has had three unsuccessful attempts at a reboot. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Who's Piloting This Podcast, where we discuss the pilot episodes from television history. Hi.
1: Hi. Yeah, well.
0: I was going to let you introduce yourself (laughs) first.
1: Uh, my... (laughs) <laughs> name is Cratchit
0: and I am James what what's behind me why were you looking I, don't know. There? I thought
1: I saw something coming in the door and I got really creeped out I've been reading a lot of weird books lately
0: yeah you do a lot of those weird books also you like a lot of ID
1: I do so there's always somebody creeping around the corner
0: investigation discovery so um, I guess introductions are out of the way we're on to oh we should probably talk about our beer okay so uh, I'm not going yeah, to put you on the spot because I went and bought it and you didn't. Um, this is from Stone, Stone Brewing, uh, somewhere in California and also like Virginia Beach, East Coast, West Coast. Um, this is Stone's Fear Love Lions, double IPA. It's in a 16-ounce can. It's American Fluid Ounces and it's 8.5% alcohol per volume. Yeah, an unfiltered double IPA. Are you gonna check in? Or are you gonna play with a dog?
1: Yeah. Sorry, Simcoe's not getting enough love these days. So, uh,
0: God, we. Well, I guess we should taste first. Cheers.
1: Pouring. We're just gonna be some ghetto mofos. Oh, it's nice. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It's kinda. So the- Nice, hoppy, malty backbone for a, I guess, unfiltered, hazy IPA. It, it's got the double taste to it.
1: Yeah, that's nice. Uh, there's no coasters up here. No,
0: I have a coaster right here. One? Yeah.
1: Okay, well, that's not really doing anything for me. Just
0: for accuracy's sake, there are two coasters. There's just what? No, never mind. There's only one. I thought there was one over there. <sighs> This is what it's like to live with James Bonds. So, um, podcast business. We'll do podcast business, and then we'll talk about life. So, podcast business. We have received our first podcast review. I quote. Hang on, I have to break in here. This is episode eleven. We've been asking people to leave us a review for ten episodes, and over four hundred and fifty people. I assume. Have listened to us ask them. Oh,
1: come on. Those are repeat people like 300 times. It's yeah, like probably. our three friends that <laughs> listen
0: to All I'm saying is
1: 100 times.
0: It's months of us saying, hey, guys, leave us a review. And we got our first review 10, 11 episodes in. And I quote I thought the Golden Girls podcast was excellent, especially when Gretchen injects her slightly off color comments. Say hi to your mom. Tell her Bert says hello. <laughs> Hello, Bert. Hello, Bert. So thank you. That's one review. Um, stats. We are holding steady in the low, low range of, of insignificance.
1: Yes, we suck. We know we suck and it's been established.
0: But Supermarket Sweep, the last the episode before the last episode, so episode nine, Supermarket Sweep rocketed to second place all time just behind golden girls people liked it
1: and i think gg was our first episode out of the gate wasn't it
0: it was that was the premiere Mm. that was our
1: you can never top your first
0: episode in some of these shows we've watched you can Mm. Um, let's see here we now have listeners in canada the uk guatemala australia hong kong and i think your cousin listened once in germany
1: (laughs) or Ned, our or friend Ned. who also
0: lives in Germany. Yeah. Or Or Ned's partner, right?
1: Yeah, Or Phil, could Phil? be Phil. I
0: couldn't remember Phil's name. Sorry Phil. I'm not, you're not listening. We only it's met okay. Him once
1: like 12 years ago. It's yeah,
0: he's nice. I like their dog.
1: It wasn't their dog. They were dog sitting. But anyway.
0: <laughs> All right. So, greatest American hero. That's what we're talking about today. This for me special part in the center of the heart. It had everything I wanted when I was a little kid, so I uh, was all over this show. Did you watch it ever?
1: Sure didn't. I think I was too young, and that's about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we are, let's see, uh, premiere was 1981, March 18th, so you would have been uh, a year and like two or three months old. So you didn't watch it, is what you're telling me. No. Not first run? No. Okay. And it only lasted three years. 45 episodes, so three seasons. So yeah. 84, you probably still weren't going to be watching it. Are you just amazed with the smell that you're able to burp no, right can now? Can you
1: just shut the fuck up and edit this out? I'm just burping a lot because we ate all that Thai food. Okay. Ugh. Okay.
0: So am I going to carry this whole episode or what?
1: No, you dumb Jerko. But this was your episode that you picked. I took a lot of fucking killer notes, though.
0: Yeah. Um, how How can I help you? I have a whole outline of how I think the show went. I could just go bullet by bullet, and you could interject. Sure. If that works. I mean, um, I I
1: don't know. I took notes like scene by scene, so I don't really know. What.
0: Well, I, I did them chronologically too. Oh so.
1: well, aren't you great?
0: Yeah. So, well, so this. It's a classic premiere, right? It, it's going to give you the backstory and everything. So, uh, it's of a certain era and I love this era of TV. So the show opens, uh, with a dude in dune buggies, just like he's getting chased through a weird part of California cause everything's always in California. So he, he's just, you're just going to check out your My feet. foot hurts. <sighs> so.
1: Why are you breathing like a fatso?
0: Because I doesn't. have to talk the whole time. Well, I just said talking. I can
1: fucking say my stuff. And you were like, well, I have a whole thing that I wrote. So let's just go off my shit. Fine.
0: <laughs> I'm going to be doing so much editing.
1: Okay. Huh? You want to hear my notes?
0: How about we go to your first note and then I'll figure out where we need to fill Opening
1: it. scene is ridiculous. Everyone's on four wheelers. White supremacy weirdos attack the lone black dude. The theme song. Legit. Also Seinfeld tie in. So my heart. Blonde Perm, a.k.a. G-A-H. That's from here on out known as Greatest American Hero.
0: Okay, hang on. Don't go through all your notes.
1: Okay, well, you asked.
0: I said the first note.
1: That was the first three.
0: So it starts with this nice instrumental version of the theme song. Trying to drop to our lower ducking volume. So yeah, I wrote, uh, the show opens with a dude being chased in dune buggies. The guys chasing him are all bald in white t-shirts with mirrored sunglasses. They look like Bobo Vin Diesel.
1: I thought they looked like weird white supremacists. The latter of which obviously being the more horrible.
0: So then, uh, at at the end of that scene, this bald woman who looks like all the bold men comes out and starts singing Onward Christian Soldiers, and then they all gun down this black guy they've been chasing in a dune buggy. And then we shift to Ralph Hinckley. Ralph Hinckley, he teaches special ed. And apparently in this world, special ed means you're like
1: It just means that you are stoners or stupid.
0: Yeah, because they were
1: like You don't have a you don't have a disability.
0: You're just a fucking pothead idiot yeah they're all degenerates it wasn't like special education was actually for like people that needed you know special accommodations and all kinds of things and no yeah it was just we think you're gonna knife somebody so you're in special ed
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um he's di- ralph is doing like his his school oh i've got all these clips you wanted me to play right so okay this is terrible order. So can you talk on the mic too? That'd be great. Oh my god! So, so
1: Ralph, who is Ralph Hinkley? He's also teach. He's also G A H. Okay, he's got a lot of uh, nicknames, and get used to them because they're going to be making an appearance throughout this podcast. Okay. Okay. So Ralph. Ralph. Is talking to Ray, Ray, who looks like a
0: fucking human DOS. <laughs> so we got we're gonna have to peel that one back. Well, what does human DOS
1: mean? He's a big fucking flying 80s goddamn nerd.
0: So I just and have he's to, like point, point, hey Rolf. Point of order. Are you saying DOS like the computer language?
1: Yes. Okay. He looks like a walking DOS okay. with big old funglin glasses. Yeah, it wasn't uh, So he's like so Ralph is like, some of these kids are... Oh, wait. You, wait, a oh, clip. you have this a clip. Here's he a clip. clip. Here we go. They're we talking go. in the quad. Wait. These are two teachers talking in the quad. And then this happens. Some of these kids are really smart, Ray. Really. Like Rhonda. You talking about love me, Rhonda? Come on, Ralph, get serious. You got a trash can in there. So, what? Okay, Rhonda can. is one of the students who is kind of known as, like, the school whore, but... A trash can in there? What? What does that
0: mean? I think he meant that they were all garbage. The students.
1: No, I, th- I think uh, that was specific to Rhonda.
0: To Rhonda? Yeah. Uh, well, maybe he was calling her specifically garbage, but I feel like th- this. Yeah, this teacher was not necessarily a good guy. Didn't, or a human. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So also um he goes into the classroom at this point and all of the students are like between the ages of
1: 46 30- <laughs> and
0: 47 <laughs> I was going to say 35 to 59 <laughs> they close they look my age
1: they're old and they're all fake badass and it's like a theatrical shitty play like Like, do you know what I mean? How it's not like a show, but it's more like we're acting like we're in a play and we're supposed to be like hardcore Bronx, New York. And it's like, you guys, no, you, you all suck
0: really bad. Is is this really just a reference to West Side Story?
1: I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Is it? They, maybe they thought it was.
0: I don't know. So anyway, somehow Ralph on his first day with this new group of 49 year old high school students decides they're all going on a field trip. So they pile into a bus quote bus short bus. It's definitely a van. Um, and then they drive out to the desert. So I don't know what kind of life. Ralph. But the song
1: that's playing when they drive out to the desert,
0: it sounds like this. That's right, your mom just left again. Oh. This is 1981. This sounds like a cross between. Fountains so it of Wayne. sounds like
1: shitty Blink 182 before that garbage happened.
0: It sounds like halfway between Blink 182 and Fountains of Wayne. Like, it's not horrendous, but god, is this specific to a time. Anyway. So I don't know what Ralph's whole deal is because he apparently can just buy all of his students lunch at a diner. So they stop at a diner. Maybe the school's paying. I don't think the school's paying. They didn't talk about it. But
1: But, yeah, um, they go on a field trip to a weird diner and they encounter a gray hair with a gun.
0: Yeah. And this is where the the guy Tony, who is. uh, He brings
1: a knife to a (laughs) gunfight.
0: He's the school tough. He pulls out. A knife on a random stranger in a, in a in a diner. Also, we find out that this guy is played by he's played by Robert Culp. He is uh, Agent Maxwell, and he's going to be the the buddy side of the buddy comedy here. But he's an FBI agent, so when this dude pulls um, a knife on him, before he says this, if you're gonna run around with the monkeys. You gotta remember to bring the cages. It saves trouble up front. Yeah, come on. <laughs> It's very clear and concise. Yes. So uh, tough Tony pulls out his knife, but the FBI agent in the middle of a diner pulls out a gun and points it at him. On a high school student. And, And the teacher nonchalantly then takes the switchblade away from his student and walks him back to a table.
1: Then the next scene is they go back to the bus and the engine breaks down. So Teach goes off in search of help.
0: But so I, one last break in here though. This, I think this is worth talking about. At this point of the story, they're driving through the desert at night. I don't know what the hell kind of field trip they were going on. They never went anywhere. I don't know. (laughs) It seems like he just put them in a van, drove out to the desert and then started driving into the night. Like, was he going to murder them?
1: I mean... I don't know. I never went on real school trips, so I don't know where, they, where people go.
0: You don't go out after the school is over, though.
1: I mean, I know people who went to, like, Europe.
0: Yeah, but I don't—do people really do that? I always but, feel like yes. that was a lie.
1: Sarah Tomko, they went to Europe What was her senior year. What Europe? Her, I don't know. Somewhere in Europe. Who cares? I mean, I care. I didn't mean it like that. I just mean it happened. Anyway, Christ—
0: So anyway, um, so Ralph stumbles off into the night and then basically gets hit by a car. You can jump back in here. I was trying to lead you back in, lady.
1: Oh, I don't. It doesn't matter. Uh,
0: Because this is when this is when uh, Agent Maxwell almost runs over Ralph.
1: So Teach goes off in search of help after the engine breaks down on their shitty bus. There's a swerving car that runs him down. And what do you know? It's the gun wielding gray hair from the diner. He's FBI?
0: Did you think he was drunk or supposed to be drunk?
1: Yeah. Well, he's a drunk, and that comes into play later. I mean, you just fucking gave it away.
0: Okay. Well, then that's going to be a topic, because I wasn't even sure if he was a drunk. I, or is he just, he's, is he lying he's lying drunk? Him? Okay. All right. We'll get to that.
1: So, okay. You,
0: so fine. at that point, a flying saucer, saucer comes.
1: Yes. And then it zooms in on the moon, and they're separating planets, and the FBI goes Guy goes under his car, and he's looking at stuff, and then he curses, "Daffy
0: Duck, government equipment, nothing works." Yeah, nice.
1: <laughs> that's his version of a curse. Oh, Daffy Duck!
0: So, at that point. Um, these two have reconnected, right? There's, there's a guy, his, uh, he's a teacher, his student pulled a gun on an FBI agent. Now they're reunited in the middle of the desert and a flying saucer comes above them. No,
1: two spinning balls from the sky head towards them and disco music ensues.
0: It's pretty intense. And then, uh, a flying saucer, saucer hovers above them.
1: They lock themselves in a broken car or are they locked in the broken car? Locked
0: in. It's the ladder. It's the it ladder. is the ladder. Yeah. It is and then the radio starts talking to them by switching bands and different Mm -hmm. words come through. Um, And then a dead guy talks to them. It's
1: a lot of random collections from important historical speeches spliced together because aliens.
0: That's correct. So the, uh, as we find out here. Bill, I'm in the spaceship. The people here want you and Ralph Hinkley to work for them. They want Mr.
1: Hinkley to accept the gift which contains these unearthly powers. Unearthly
0: powers? It's a suit. It will work on Mr. Hinkley, nobody else. There are these instructions. You're supposed to work with him to tell him what problems that need to be solved. It's up to you whether to accept. If you don't accept, then in
1: two weeks the suit will disintegrate. A suit? It'll disintegrate. I suit. got plenty of suits.
0: I'm coming down, okay? So, coming down is important because when he comes down, you realize that This is where the story starts to come together for no apparent reason, that the person who comes down from a spaceship to talk to these two individuals is now a dead cop who we saw shot in the first scene of the.
1: It's the black eye who in the first scene we saw killed.
0: And, And it also turns out that that is Bill Maxwell's partner.
1: And he says, I'm dead. I've been dead for six hours. <laughs> then he beams back up and he leaves after he puts the suit in uh, Hinkley's trunk. So.
0: <laughs> it all makes sense. Yeah, this guy is a legit fucking zombie. He's straight up <laughs> but dead. But why is and he, he like, I've been like, dead
1: for six hours. It's very specific. Did six you get hours. The, did you get that clip?
0: No, I didn't get God that one. God damn it. You didn't tell me to get that That's one. That's a good clip. It's you should good, insert that a, here. In you should. In there, okay, now we're good. We put it in. Shit.
1: FBI guy peels out and leaves the teacher solo and Teach yells, you jerk! And then Perm, oh, Perm is his other <laughs> nickname. He has like 47. This is Ralph. Ralph, Perm, Hinkley, Teach, G-A-H. He's got a lot of nicknames. So Perm is left with an instruction manual. He unknowingly, unbelievably drops it in the dirt. yeah. This is yeah. the instruction manual for his suit.
0: His special alien suit that gives him superpowers.
1: So he comes back to the short bus and he's like, What are you doing with the carburetor? talking to fake Bronx asshole. He wants to go, all of a sudden the van now works. I guess he fixed it with his magical.
0: I think what firm was actually powers. happening is the spaceship was causing everything to not work. Uh, so when it left, everything uh, was good.
1: Okay. Rhonda, uh yep, the right. town whore tries to hook up with the teacher behind the van and he turns her down then mr wilhelm aka tanya from seinfeld makes an appearance but he's the vice president of the u.s that makes a lot of sense i know it
0: does. yeah so to put that all back together um there's a side plot that really drives the story forward at this point so there is a vice president of the United States, and he's trying to redo his image. Uh, he is uh, Mr. Wilhelm from Seinfeld, if you're Wilhelm. familiar. Wil- Wilhelm from Seinfeld. Um, Nelson Cooley is um, the the millionaire who's financing his efforts to rebrand himself, but is also secretly leading the bald guy cult. So he's a what? bad guy. Remember what? the bald guy cult that shot shot the guy? No. You said first scene white supremacists. Oh, those dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bald guy cult. That's what I'm calling it.
1: BG, BGK.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Um, okay, so then we cut to Hinkley's house, and his son has a lot of creepy toys, clowns and that monkey who plays the drums. Um, <laughs> and then he unearths the suit, and the the kid's trying to get into his room. What's, what are you doing, dad? And he's like, nothing. And then he has a tunic to cover up his ding because it's totally like obvious that his penis would be showing otherwise. Um, his attorney calls, who is a slut.
0: <laughs> Wait a second. He's just, Why is she a slut?
1: Because she just is. He's stuck in a child custody battle and there are way too many fucking plot lines. Uh, The ugly child is watching a cartoon about Wonder Woman and Batman, and Hinks looks directly into the camera like, ain't this some shit? (laughs) Dad and ugly son have a serious heart-to-heart in the car. JB says, maybe I should get a perm. Should I get a perm?
0: (laughs) No, this is what actually happened when we were watching it. It it is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it also happened on the show. I mean, I'm just adding...
0: (laughs) He's got pretty good hair. I'll give him that.
1: I mean, you used to make fun of my perms.
0: Duly noted. Um, yeah. So he shows up at school. So all of this stuff has happened, right? Um, he's getting a divorce. Public school teacher makes no sense why he's trying to buy all of his kids lunch when he's a public school teacher getting a divorce. Um, he dis- he fights his student, Tony, in school. They have a boxing match. You're jumping Wait, if you're going to say that, you, you jackass. You just swung the microphone away, bonked yourself in the head with it.
1: You're jumping ahead one scene.
0: Okay, so we want to go to... Because
1: the fake pseudo-European dude tells, the, tells Teach to take the drunk out of the bathroom. It's oh, the FBI gunman. What's he
0: doing here? You want, you want this clip. So who's the clown in the upper school bathroom? I think he's in there throwing up. He says he's a friend of yours. Look, Dave, why don't you give me some air, all right? Hinkley, get that drunk out of the upper school bathroom before the assembly is over. You got that? Okay. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, he was quite a fancy principal. You didn't
1: even do the buy the book, buy the book?
0: That's the next clip, you jackass.
1: (laughs) You better edit that out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's not happening. So as we go find out, the drunk upstairs in the second part of the bathroom, however, however he described that, is agent,
1: FBI gray is gunman, FBI
0: agent Maxwell Robert Culp, and he is claiming not to be barfing in the stall, even though they find like a bottle of rye whiskey in the toilet. But he says it's not his; he hasn't drank in ten years. But they do have and this he quick says, exchange. Did
1: you read the suit instructions? Wait!
0: Wait! Wait! They have this little exchange where you're jumping ahead past the clip that you just asked. Farts. There's something you got to know about me. I'm by the book. Always have been. Always will be by the book, by the book, the book. The book. Yeah. So basically Robert Culp comes back and says, Hey, Hey dude, um, I'm into the idea of us being partners But I'm in charge because I'm the FBI agent And I don't have special powers So, uh, you know, you, you just listen to me and I'll tell you what to do And uh, they have a little tiff here um, But at the end, the major plot point for the entire series is revealed here Did you read the manual yet, the instructions? Uh, no I gotta go Try on a suit? Uh, sort of What happened? Well, nothing really. I, I haven't uh, quite figured out how it's supposed to work yet. Well, you should have read the instructions first. It's bound to be weird. Oh, I doubt that. I think if they're as powerful as we've already seen, they would make it fairly simple to use. What's your address? I'll go over and start reading. It's not there. Where is it? Lost. Come again?
1: <clears throat> the suit's in the car. I,
0: I lost the instruction book. That's right. So I he- already
1: said that, that he unbelievably dropped it.
0: Yeah, well this is when he actually tells him that he lost the instructions. So he has no idea he has no idea how to make the suit work. Right. And that's the premise for the entire show is that he's been given these incredible powers. And, and most and powers come with an button.
1: instruction manual. That's that's also like hey, a thing. It's the premise.
0: Sure. It's the premise.
1: Okay. So as you started saying before, the next scene. Perm and Douche Student are sparring, because that's that would believable. Be Ralph
0: and Tony, they're boxing.
1: There's lots of tight, brightly colored sweats.
0: Yes, naturally. It was the 80s. Um, it that's ended, all I got
1: on that scene. It
0: ended in a draw, mm. and then Tony offered Ralph a um, little respect, because he went toe-to-toe.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, teach changes into... The suit in a gross gas station bathroom.
0: So the reason why is he had to get to a custody hearing and started driving and then hit a major traffic jam, couldn't get around it. And then at that point, he decided he was going to try to put on the suit in a gas station bathroom and learn how to fly to get to his court date on time.
1: Oh, well, good. You filled in those blanks because I didn't catch any of that. Uh he's trying to fly and some kid tells him he's not doing it right. He says take 3 steps then jump. So Teach does it and what do you know it works, but he runs into several walls and passes out. <laughs> some weird mustache gentleman comes and takes polaroids of him then scurries away when
0: the police arrive. If that was weird, that didn't, they didn't pay pay go off into either. that at all. <laughs> I, I completely forgot that even happened. There was just happened.
1: some weird perv who was like
0: Yeah, he like took ping, a ping. <laughs> I took a bunch of pictures of, oh, Polaroids. I bet you I know what it was. I bet you he was like on the um, wa- ex-wife, mother of the child. Oh, maybe. Maybe he was like P. a PI trying to get dirt. Huh? huh? Uh, 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 I don't know. So, um, cops come and they arrest him and
1: Got all kind of
0: commit him. Right? They do, yeah, so. which is
1: really not believable at all. You can't just fucking commit somebody for I don't know, trying to fly, I guess. Maybe you can.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Audience, if you know.
1: Yeah, if you know cuz call
0: 323 net info.
1: Please let us know. Is that a thing? A can you I only know about being committed underage as a minor. Um so Ralph starts seeing that FBI guy was captured.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, because he has visions. When so they've taken him to like a like a what is that called? An asylum? Yes. I don't know. And they've committed him and now he's having visions. So he's looking through the wall and he sees his kind of rival ex. He has
1: visions of this yeah. the gray hair gunman.
0: His buddy is captured.
1: <laughs> and uh the FBI guy is captured and he's doing that thing that with his head that a dog does when you ask them random questions. <laughs>
0: What, you mean like mm-hmm. you too? A mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. uh, slut lawyer comes in and tells him how terrible he looks. He yells at her and escapes, not before he body slams two orderlies.
0: They also escape by just actually getting in her convertible beetle. Yes, then-
1: they all run out to her. And she confesses her love for him. His perm is blowing in the wind of her convertible as they cruise through the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, uh, yeah. Then they cut back to the FBI gunman being tortured and GAH jumps in and rescues him. They get back in the car with the lawyer and FBI guy is a sexist piece of shit. She awesomely puts <laughs> her foot down and hooray because it's only 1981. Uh, then they're all forming a plan to do what? Uh, the, vice president of the, US, the vice president of the U.S. is involved... So In I think some kind I, of conspiracy, I've
0: got a little bit of clarity here, right? So the vice president is trying to reform his image. He's being financed by this bad guy who's a millionaire with a, uh, mansion. That's where agent Maxwell was being, uh, captured and tortured. Um, so their whole plan is they're going to assassinate the president so that the vice president becomes president and he's their dude. Cause he's, Yeah, in their pocket. Because it's Mr. Wilhelm. Mr. Wilhelm. Also,
1: he lives in a castle. (laughs) My name
0: is Tanya.
1: Yeah, he lives in a castle. Do you remember that?
0: Yes. Also,
1: here come the 47-year-old teens, and they're like, hey, Mr. H. And he's like, can you look after my kid? And then Rhonda talks about how she hates being a whore.
0: (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> this show is gold. And, and so he says, yeah, Platinum. can you watch after my kids? And then bolts. And, yeah. And, they watch and then she's like,
1: kids. I hate being a whore. And he's like, all right, can you look after my kid? And then they leave.
0: So for some reason, there's riots. Um, the president's going to be flying in on a helicopter. Uh, Ralph Hinckley ends up getting back over to the mansion where the bad guys are and tries to warn the, uh, oh, oh, we're completely missing this part. They all all three of them or two of them decided to go talk to the like director of the National Guard of California.
1: I forgot about that.
0: And so they find the guy and they talk to him. And then they, it, it's revealed that he's a bad guy. He's in on the conspiracy.
1: And then. The bad guys in the castle get thrown by 90 pound G.A.A. Of
0: course, of course.
1: And he gets shot a thousand times and we find out he cannot die.
0: Well, he's bulletproof.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One of the final scenes, you pointed out that the rock that they're on looks like the one from the OC that Johnny.
0: Oh yeah, (laughs)
1: Johnny. Johnny. It's
0: so inside. If
1: anybody watched that, you know. Um. They didn't. Oh, FBI guy says we got to write off these wacko cuckoos who saw Superman flying in the air. I'm in charge. I'm the brains, but also I'm proud of you. I want us to be a team. And then G.A.H. shook his hand and broke it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. It ended with that.
1: No. Spaceship comes back. Oh, that's they right. They say they've done well. The, the aliens mm-hmm. say they've mm-hmm. done well. Yeah. Now you have powers of invisibility. And he says, but I lost the instruction book. Freeze frame and scene. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look what's happened to me.
1: That's where you got to cue the music. I
0: should have. I should have. should have cut Suddenly you. Suddenly
1: sw- I'm on top of the world. <laughs>
0: So that's what happened in the show. Pretty close. It was
1: pretty, that was was a terrible depiction of what happened. It was
0: a two hour made for TV movie as an introduction.
1: And my Christ, I did not know when we started watching it. I thought we sat down for 30 to 45 and I was like, are you fucking kidding me?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of bits of trivia here. Uh, Initially, Pam the person you Pam call... is
1: also the slut lawyer, a.k.a. Slut Connie lawyer. Selica. Uh,
0: she was only supposed to be in the first episode, but the uh, producers liked her, and they thought, oh, well, she's come magic. On.
1: She was a nice little piece.
0: <laughs> but they wrote her into the rest of the show. Also wrote out the stupid kid. That and Yeah, her, that kid was ugly. I think being gone by the second season. Um, and I he also had up. creepy toys. This was funny. Bill, Bill Maxwell... Um, He was kidnapped a total of eight times during the show's run. Who is that? He was shot five times. Who? Bill. Who is that? He's old gray hair, FBI.
1: Oh, the old gray gunman. (laughs) That's what I call him. The old gray gunman from the diner. Or the drunk or the FBI guy or everybody has 47 nicknames. So he
0: was kidnapped eight times, shot five times. Pam, Connie Selica, was kidnapped six times. AKA Slut Lawyer. Slut Lawyer. Uh, two years after the show's cancellation by ABC, NBC picked up the series and aired its reruns. <laughs> Everybody thought they were rebooting it, and they said, nope, no, we're not. We're nope. Just, we're showing it again. But they've tried to reboot the show three times. We should be on it. Once with a <laughs> Once with a two-hour... Uh, uh, lead off movie, the greatest American heroine, What? and then they tried to reboot it two more times. What? Couldn't get it done.
1: What?
0: Couldn't get it done. Um, so I'm going to go through, let's see, I'm, I'm checking my outline just to make sure we're staying on track. We're trying to be organized. Uh, notable cameos people not on the episode the first episode that we watched but through the run of the show.
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: Uh Danny Glover? Markie Post? Bar- also,
1: she was in every lifetime movie ever?
0: Barbara Hale. Now, this is a trick one because Barbara Hale is actually the lead actor's mother in real life, and so she was on. Uh did Dick Butkus?
1: No way. <laughs> is that really his name. You're That's lying. Fine.
0: This is where Gretchen discovers this that is- <laughs> Dick Butkus is a uh, human being.
1: That is a lie. That you're lying. I'll show you, you just put that in there for for comedy.
0: <laughs> I'm going to show you a picture.
1: Oh, Dick.
0: Dick Butkus. And and I'll keep going while we figure this out. Just go go over here right over here in the Google machine and type in Dick Butkus. Right there. You have to spell it right. Um Let's see. Dixie Carter was a guest. do you spell B U T K U S. There you go. Top Link. Dick Butkus. So there's Dick Butkus.
1: Oh my god! I've seen that guy before. I didn't know those was the same.
0: Um, other people that were on the show: Bob Saget plays a chef at some point. Joe Man- Man- Mantena. Joe Mayo.
1: Joe Mantegna.
0: <laughs> Uh, Dennis Haskins. He was Principal <laughs> Belvedere.
1: Oh, God, that guy's yeah. a creepo. Uh, mm.
0: Andre the Giant. Mm. And my favorite off of this list, George Loros. I don't
1: know who the hell that is. Yeah,
0: I do. I used to work with that guy. What? Yeah. Wow. So, now we get to the part of our show where we try and decide... I have passionate feelings about this. But Gretchen, would you have bought this show and put it on the air?
1: I think it depends on my mood.
0: Okay, fair enough. Today?
1: I, no. Maybe tomorrow? Eh, sure.
0: I think this is like, this is a television property that's way better than everything else they've tried to remake. Try.
1: <laughs> Did you have a
0: stroke? <laughs> yes. Try. But this is this is better than 21 Jump Street. Mm, Just aye. pure comedy premise. It's better. You could you could make a movie out of this way easier than the effort it took to make a somewhat decent reboot of 21 Jump Street. That was not great. It was okay. <gasps> I guess this had a lot more material, okay, so what you disagree you don't like I don't
1: it? know I don't really it's like i don't I can't give a good informed decision when I only watch the shitty two hour pilot, okay, fine,
0: well, this is a natural
1: suddenly, I'm on top of the world. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. You're supposed to come in with, I never thought I could feel so free. I'm
0: gonna come in with something different.
1: Flying away on a wing and a prayer.
0: This is a Gutenberg report with Correction Barnes. I don't have anything.
1: Um, I don't have anything to report.
0: I don't think you're on the microphone. You want to get closer? Um, did I freeze you up? Should I start? No one has seen. Uh... Should, hang on. No, I, I, I. <laughs> this is a Gutenberg report with Gretchen Barnes. Gretchen. It's been
1: a long time since anyone has seen the Goots. One can only speculate that he must be moonlighting as Ian's hearing.
0: This was a Gutenberg report brought to you from last week by Gretchen Barnes. No, that's
1: not right. Is that what I said last week? <laughs> he doesn't have a lot to do He doesn't have a lot to say So there you go No, I get a guy Get to come up with something better
0: Get a got to a a what? What
1: if he, maybe he's a snake <laughs> Maybe he's moonlighting as a Snake or a monkey
0: <laughs> Snake or a monkey, no I don't think so So I had one last Damn it I had one last thing that I wanted us to try So you need to be on the microphone. Hey, if this show, in my estimation, they've tried to reboot it three times, I still think it's gold and I would love if I could do it. But if you were going to reboot it right now and you had to cast it, who would you put in there?
1: Duh. Goots As G.A.H.
0: Okay. All right. The Gutenberg as Ralph And, and he Lee. wouldn't
1: have a perm, but that's okay. And the slut would be played by Simcoe. No, that wouldn't
0: work. Our She's dog. a dog.
1: The slut would be played
0: by... It's weird that you went from him to her and not to the FBI Connie
1: Selica, come on. She was like a catch. Okay. I liked her. Okay. I think she would be played by... Uh, I don't know. I'm stumped. (laughs) (laughs) I got to think about this. You're putting me on the spot. Um, I didn't
0: ask you about her. Oh, well, who else? You went straight to her. Who who would play Bill Maxwell, the grizzled FBI agent? Who doesn't have to be grizzled? Ted Danson. Okay.
1: Ted Danson.
0: Okay. All right. Who else? That's it. That's all of them. Oh,
1: all right. That's all. Okay. Great.
0: You don't want to ask me. Oh, what do you think? What do you think? So I think you first start by casting the Ralph role. And that's where I'm thinking you could go with like a uh, Andy Samberg, like mm-hmm. pure mm-hmm. comedy. You could go <laughs> with somebody mm-hmm. who's like maybe a two hat guy, like a like a Dax Shepard, maybe. He's blonde. I don't know. He would probably bust his knee he out. Just, he would do stunts and bust his knees so we couldn't use him. So it couldn't be him. Um, What about the guy From Guardians of the Galaxy What guy The guy In Guardians of the Galaxy Now you didn't see it
1: I think we did
0: You're gonna talk Into the microphone I
1: think we saw it
0: Okay We did So not him Okay You don't remember The
1: fat guy That was fat And now is not fat The guy from the office
0: (laughs) Yeah let's go with that Is it that guy I don't know Who is that guy
1: I don't know I don't know his name He was fat? No, he's not fat. He got divorced from what's-her-face, right?
0: (laughs) I think you are talking about him. Yes, that guy.
1: Eh, I'm not partial to him. (laughs) I don't even know his name, so I must not be very partial.
0: That's fine. I don't know. The Goots, however. (laughs) You could go a lot of directions on the FBI agent. You could go left, right, top down. I don't know. This to me has potential as a show. They tried to reboot it in 2018 and it was, um, <laughs> going to be an Indian woman. Wow. Which is like a cool take, but that's <laughs> what I mean. This is like Why a great premise. I don't know. all I saw was that, um, eight, they shot it. I don't, I think they shot it. They either shot it or just wrote it. Uh, they cast it and everything. And ABC, ABC said, no,
1: Well, ABC can suck a D.
0: I mean, they like losing, don't they? They haven't had a good hit in a... Hot minute. Hot minute. Okay. since TGIF. What else? Oh, I'm done.
1: Well, happy birthday, and we'll see you tomorrow.
0: Thanks for listening If you want to be like Bert, You can leave us a review On any of your favorite podcast services Dick Butkus is a real person Also Who knew? (laughs) Oh man (laughs) Happy birthday (laughs) See you tomorrow